Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, good morning. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. Friday, Friday. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> hey, guys. Um, Ed Sheeran's been pretty much teasing that he was going to have a, a song out today. Oh. He was going to collaborate with Taylor Swift. Oh, boy. Um, it's kind of cute. I watched the video this morning. And if you're a big T-Swift or E-She fan, okay. uh, you'll definitely want to check it out. Steve will link it up for you at mytalk1071.com. But what the, the neat thing about it is the song is called The Joker and the Queen. It's on Ed Sheeran's latest album. But they're using the same actor's from Taylor Swift's video that also starred Ed Sheeran. So they're using these two actors from her Everything Has Changed music video. It's super cute. It's like a almost like a sequel. Oh. Because these two kids are now grown up and now they're away at college. So in the first video they were, you know, it was like a day in the life at school. And then at the end, Taylor and Ed pick up the kids at school. Oh. And now they are away at college. It's cute. It's really cute. The song is super sleepy. Oh, really? Yes. I thought you were coming through with a banger. I'll tell you this. I even saw this this morning and I thought, okay, I have a positive feeling about this. This is going to be like a fun because Ed Sheeran can go up tempo. He can go yep. sleepy for sure, but Well, and I don't have Ed's latest album, and so I wasn't aware of the song, which mm. I kind of didn't want to be. I wanted to wait for this moment. It's just really slow. Like they can pick up the beat a little. Oh, kidding. Yeah, we'll just we need like a wah, 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 wah. Uh, just speed it up and put a beat bed under it. <laughs> Let's remix this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just way too slow. Like, it is. That's a that's almost that's a like one. you're kicking me off, kind of slow. Oh, Donna, this is something for you to say because you know, burying the lead here. This is a big day for Donna. These are two of Donna's mm-hmm. absolute favorites. If there's Ed Sheeran news, mm-hmm. or if there's uh, Taylor Swift news, she is all over it. Oh. And I bet you wanted to love this song. I did, and oh. I, I like it just a little bit faster. Come on. The Joker and the Queen. Instead of the Joker. That's how it feels to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a dream sequence. Oh. Anna. It's, well, it's linked up. It's the music slow. video's there if you want to see it. Like it's in slow motion, yes. the video. 
And I'm confused about the plot line yeah. from where I started. Somebody <laughs> looks real sad. And he has red hair. Because they're separated. Oh, okay. Yeah, See, they're separated. They're at school. Slow. Then they're texting one oh. another. Every, every shot in the music video, is, it's like pushing in very slowly. Yeah, I feel like I'm caught in film or something. Yes. Like a layer of film and I want to. Break on free to the other side. No, yeah. Break on through to the other side. <laughs> now you're talking. Let's get yeah. some doors up yeah. in here. Woo. All right. Anyway. That is all. I wanted to share that with you because they've been teasing it all week long. All right. Now we got it. Ed Sheeran, uh, the Joker, and the Queen. I tell you what, he had some good duets on that duets album that he did. He uh, won with Dave. Remember the British rapper Dave? Dave's great. He had some upbeat ones for sure. Also, uh, uh, Ed Sheeran and I believe Travis Scott had a song that never went, like never got radio play, but it was a good song. And they were upbeat, fun. Oh, I liked a few of Ed's songs. This vein of Ed. Not for me. Yeah, I do, but I love all his slow songs. You know, I'll you know be loving you till you're seventy. Mm-hmm. Then he's just gonna drop you like a hot cake. Yeah, and he's gonna um, find some fifty year old lassie. But that, um, that's that's slow, but not like, oh my god, I'm falling asleep slow. Yeah, as my friend D, uh, a DJ says. Uh, 60 beats per minute put your grandma to sleep Mm. that's what he says that's it that'll do it no so then he will mix it in with another record yeah remember the days up tempo yeah where they used to put on the carts 60 bpm Uh uh-huh every song had out too yep uh happy friday guys we have a friday slow jam today coming up at 11 30 scared hour three of the podcast i'm looking forward to it uh, at 10.30, we will play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, as we always do. We do have some Super Bowl fun facts coming your way in just a minute. Um, I want you both, if you could. Now, I know you, the listener, cannot see this, but I'm going to hold up my fingernail. I want to tell you something first. Oh, okay. I am a big-time fingernail biter. Big time. Always have been. Mm-hmm. And I, the times that I have resisted and gone a couple weeks, then I'll go and get a manicure just to... Say, look, this these can look nice and, and put together and cleaned up. Mm-hmm. I encourage my kids this January, let's all do it together. Everybody stop biting your nails. My oh. son really bites his nails a lot. It happened all of a sudden out of nowhere. One day he started biting them, and it instantly was a, an aggressive habit. I said, let's all stop. It was easier to stop when you had COVID going through your house and the stomach bug going through your house, less of a desire to put your fingers in your mouth. Here's what my nails look like. <gasps> Oh, right now. good job. Thank you. Uh, they have that. never been this long ever in my life. And what so what we're doing today, nothing. I just stopped fighting them. The, the germ. Yeah. Well, I started smoking cigarettes in early January. <laughs> That's been cool. And I don't think that replaced it. I plan to continue smoking, of course. Um, but, uh, I'm taking three of the kids to go and get manicures today. Everybody who didn't bite their nails, uh, so everybody except for Dev, uh, we're going to get manicures today. And then, guys, we have a dinner tonight. We are going to see Footloose tomorrow at Chanhassen. And then on Sunday, we're hosting a Super Bowl party. We haven't had this filled up of a weekend in probably ever. Frankly, we don't like the pace of it. But we're going to do it. We're going to be big people about it because three days in a row. 
of things. You know, Stevie Boy likes to decompress. I was just talking to Alexis about that. She's like, what do you got going on this week? And I'm like, not a thing. She's like, yeah. me either. And I go, yeah. I get stressed out when I have stuff to do. Yeah. During the week, it's like, I don't, I can only do one thing. A day. I so infrequently have thing. stuff to do. Yeah. That I'm such a homebody that it's yeah, rare. Um, but remember, that was another one of our New Year's resolutions, is to do a dinner a month. Yeah, still waiting for my With invite. people. You will get there. I want you to come over during a warm season, so we have the outdoors oh, so as well. So I don't get to come in. Yours would be a yard picnic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just stay on the Garage. porch. It's very lovely. That's <laughs> where, the porch. It's where I put the kids for the uh, for the kids' table at Thanksgiving in the garage. Uh, You'll love it. Fine, just relax. Um, all right. Hey, when we come back, we do have some Super Bowl fun facts. Of course, with the big game happening on Sunday. Can you figure this out? Super Bowl one was the only Super Bowl that didn't blank. We'll fill it in when we come back, Don and Steve on my talk. Yeah, you say you'll work out in the morning. Then I'll get to it this afternoon. Definitely after dinner. And it never happens. I know it's hard to stay motivated. And that's why I tell people, join the Y. They've got group exercise classes that give you fun, fitness, and accountability peer pressure i love it yeah you get cardio strength classes yoga and a bunch more get five dollar enrollment if you join the y by february 10th and 25 percent off dues through april sign up at ymcanorth.org good morning welcome back you guys hey buddy boo it's the donna and buddy boo show (laughs) (laughs) 107.1 streaming live worldwide at mytalk1071.com, and you can always listen on the app. Don McLean joins us as well for the first hour every day of our show. Hello. 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 And Steve's got some fun facts. These are Super Bowl fun facts, all about Super Bowl One. Donna, you just mentioned how low-key of a weekend you're going to have. Will you watch the game? Yeah, I'll watch it on and off. I'll probably throw in a load of whites. I'd like to watch you do laundry. I want to see you do some household things. No, (laughs) I understand that's not a creepy. I want to watch you throw in a load of whites. I just want to see you outside of how I know you. Yeah, me too. Which is just here. I want to see you vacuuming or washing a dish. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You guys are yelling at your kids. Yell at them. Mm -hmm. I get stern with them. (laughs) What I heard. Yeah, no, I get it because it's awkward. You w- work with someone and then you see them like wiping down a counter, and you're like, "Huh? Oh my god!" It's or like cleaning wait, a you, toilet. What is wrong with you guys? Because you, you only know the people in that yeah in that context, and so the idea of Donna Donna mows her lawn. Yeah, right. The idea of this Weird. lady pushing a lawnmower around, to sh- and then is she empty in the bag? Is she have uh-huh. it on a mulch setting so that it just refeeds the grass? <laughs> What's she doing? You know what this reminds me of? Hmm. When uh, Marley McMillan... God rest her soul. She's still alive. Love she her. lives in New York. Lower Manhattan. Oh, um, God, how fun. Yeah, totally lucky. <sighs> anyway, she would say to me, I can't believe I haven't seen your boobs yet. Oh, that's right. And I'm like, in what context would you see a co-worker's boobs? I remember that, because I think I was there for that conversation. And I'm like... Was it a part of her orientation? What are we we missing here? She's just like, because we were friends. 
But she was also a big sports person, always in the locker room and that type of thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, my sisters don't see my boobs. Why would it? Why? I try not to see my boobs. I turn the lights out, put my back to the mirror. Same. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's uh, just the I get idea. What you're saying though. You know it's what fine. I mean. Yeah, for sure. Uh, now we go back to the Super Bowl, which Donna will be watching as she, quote unquote, throws in a load of whites. Uh, the very first Super Bowl, Super Bowl one, way back when, was the only Super Bowl that didn't blank. Can Stop. you fill in the blank? Um, wasn't televised. It was kind of, kind of, sort of. It was the only Super Bowl in history that didn't sell out. Oh, okay. Uh, tickets wow. were only 12 bucks back then, but the, and the game was blacked out within 75 miles of the Coliseum where it was played out in L.A., but still about a third of the stadium seats were empty. They Did used you? to do that blackout where if you didn't have a sellout at the stadium... Oh, yeah. You'd no tele- they wouldn't televise it, right? It was how they made sure that television wouldn't ruin the gate admission. Um, Dawn had a really fun story this morning about a bunch of guy friends yeah. who are oh. in their 80s now. They've gone to every Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. my. Let me see. Let me dig it out of the trash. Yeah, that's a, it, that's a fun thing. I'll give you another stat while we're waiting on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, officially, it wasn't called the Super Bowl during Super Bowl one, after kicking around names like the big one and even the Pro Bowl, which ended up being named after their all-star game, officials decided to call it the AFL-NFL World Championship game. And the uh, Kansas City Chiefs owner, Lamar Hunt, actually came up with the name Super Bowl after seeing his kids play with a Super Ball, the bouncy balls. Oh. Even though that name picked up steam, fans liked it, the media liked it. At the time, NFL Commissioner Pete Rozelle hated it. The championship was not officially referred to as the Super Bowl until Super Bowl three or trois for our French listeners. That was in 1969. Wow. That's interesting. Did you find it, John? I did. So there are three f- men, all in their 80s. They've attended every game since the first AFL-NFL World Championship game that was held 55 years ago. Wow. Every game. Wow. So... um Great. Don Chrisman, he's one of the three. He lives in Maine. He's 85 years old, and he said this will be his last in-person Super Bowl. Same for the 82-year-old Gregory Eaton of Michigan, who's dealing with some health issues. Now, the youngest of the bunch is 80. His name is Tom Henschel. He said he might try to make a couple more Super Bowls, but said old man age is catching up to all of us. So they they shelled out for this game $2,500 each. That That's is about bad. 400 times more than the cheap seats cost in 1967. Oh, those are the cheap times. seats. Wow. Yeah. That's a Isn't really that cool, cool tradition. That's they, great. They, they, they found a way. To- and to have that camaraderie, too, because mm-hmm. guys, a lot of times, once they get married, mm-hmm. their friends become like their wives' friends. Like, yes. yeah. I, yeah. I love when I see like, like authentic male friendship yes. like that through yes. the years. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you. This is interesting about Super Bowl One. Each team used different balls. So at the time, the AFL was using a ball made by Spalding. It was longer, it was narrower, and had a tackier surface. NFL balls were made by Wilson, so each team would get their own different football shaped slightly differently when they were on offense. Oh, that's interesting. So they get like their pick? Yeah, like the kind of AFL was a different football league that they were uh, right. merging with the NFL, and they had a slightly different ball. So if the AFL was on offense, they got to use the AFL ball. If the NFL team was on offense, they got to use the NFL ball. Slightly different, different texture. I have a question. I have an answer. Maybe. So is that like the World Series? Is the, the Super Bowl like the World Series, and there are two different leagues coming to head, or is it just... All that was at the, no at the very beginning. Right now, it is like the World Series in that there is an American League team and a National League team, and the champions from both of those leagues battle. But they're all in Major League Baseball. Uh, what's different about Super Bowl One? You had an, the AFL, an entirely separate league, right? And they the play NFL. amongst themselves, and then the best of whoever yeah. won in each. It would almost be like would... if the XFL champion played the NFL okay. champion. But now the NFL, it's all just in house AFC NFC. Quiz me. I wanna. I wanna tell what you, you who's the who's the and is it NFL and AFC? Ooh, buddy. Okay, so it's the <laughs> NFC, the NFC and the AFC. Who so do you the think American is the NFC? The national. Yes. Okay. Who, who do you think is the NFC representative this year? Uh, oh, uh, the 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 Ohio people. So no, the Cincinnati Bengals <laughs> from Ohio. <laughs> uh, they are the AFC, AFC. representative. Okay. And then the Los Angeles Rams are the NFC. Okay, so are the Jets and the Giants, are they in two different leagues? They are, AFC and NFC. So in theory, so the they Jets could play. the Jets are AFC. The Jets are AFC. Oh, we're running out of time here. Yeah. I, I mean, as much as I think, this that is good. Fun. Thank you for your op- openness and uh, wanting <laughs> to be a part of the quiz. Thanks for letting me be vulnerable. Thank you for having me. Uh, Donna watched a show. On Dawn's suggestion, actually. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. Beware. Of dating apps. All right, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Always looking for something new to watch, you know, something that's streaming, that's kind of off the beaten path. Well, lo and behold, Don McLean asked me if I had watched the, what's it called again? The Tinder Swindler. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix, it's a documentary. Is it about the dating app? Tinder? Sort of, yes. It is about, I guess you would call this guy, would you call it catfishing? Yeah, probably. Well, no, because okay. it's really him. Yeah, it's, good he's point. a con artist. So it's a thing, catch me if you can. Oh, okay. Yes. So this guy basically presents himself as the son of a billionaire diamond dealer. Mm hmm. 
And so, you know, you've got this, you start out with one woman telling her story and she's like, you know, so I swipe and then, I mean, Dawn, (laughs) this woman, Steve, and it's probably out there. If you, if you're going to watch it, spoiler alert. Okay. Cause I got to talk about this. Yeah. She goes and meets him for coffee. Mm-hmm. Then he says, hey, do you want to fly with me? I got to fly over to wherever they were going. Belgium. Belgium. Okay. I mean, she was in London, <laughs> yeah. so it's not that far. But. Yeah, it's not like coming from here. And she's like, okay, in his private jet. She goes on the jet with him. He brings his like ex and their daughter. Oh, and then she sucks, sleeps right? with him that night. I'm like watching this with my mouth wide open going, oh, are you kidding me? You just going to hop on a plane with a stranger? Yeah, this is not, Donna um, wouldn't be doing any of this. I mean, that's not to say I'm immune to this. But she's not victim shaming. It's just an observation. I mean, Uh, it's easy to say when, yeah, when I'm sitting here and she was in it. It, oh, I'm intrigued The thing by is, this is show. that he presents, he has everything. It's like he does have a private jet. He does have a Lamborghini. He does have homes <laughs> all over the world. He does have what appears to be a lifestyle that would lead you to believe that this guy is for real. So right. then where's the swindle come in? <laughs> uh, great question, Steve. Well, okay, first of all, it's not just one woman either. He he made friends with another woman. Then he was dating a model while all this was going on. And they do a great job of giving you the timeline of talking to one woman and then bouncing to the other and hearing how it comes together, how he was really meeting this woman. How do I don't know how to explain. They just do a great job with the chronology it's hmm. it's the From same all people that they don't f with cats. Yeah, right. So they're very good at storytelling, and I don't know. It's just they they're really good. So what has what happens is he makes it sound like in his business, uh, there's a lot of danger. Okay, so hmm. that's where it all starts, and these women are like, oh wow, he's in danger. He has a bodyguard and- that's with him everywhere, and a business partner as well. Oh wow, and then. So he basically one day says he can't use his credit card because the bad guys are going to trace him and blah, blah, blah. And you see where we're going. Hey, can I have can I use your credit card? So it all starts there. And then they end up basically paying for his lavish lifestyle. He's out partying and stuff. Well, the women are like, honey, I love you. I, I, please, are you oh home? God, are you okay? okay? Because he'll send pictures of his bodyguard with his head bleeding saying, Peter got attacked today and he saved my life. And oh. now they're, we're on the run. And it's just, Steve, it's really, wow. really good. Wow. The long con game. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got that, uh, that other Netflix show coming out soon, Inventing Anna. Oh, I think oh. it might be out tonight. Um, that is all uh, here again. Now, this this is a documentary. What's her name? That woman from, oh, God, who did the prick test with her? No, 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 not the Theranos thing. Okay. (laughs) I should Um, have reworded that. But, oh, yeah, I feel like that's out today. But that's an, I, 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 why I bring that up is 
I like any of these con oh, yeah. situations. This is the like, con what? of all cons. Really? It's really You good. will sit there, and it's not that long, but you'll sit there and go, how? But, you know, we're also seeing the finished product after the fact. I mean, I don't know. I could easily fall madly in love with someone and be like, oh, you need some money? Okay, you'll pay me back tomorrow when you get to the bank? No problem. Yeah. It's, it seems like it's completely, like he would... That he would definitely pay you back, right. which he does sometimes. But just um, en- just enough, just enough bait. But then he starts harassing them when they kind of are on to him, you know. And you listen to these messages because they would use the uh, is it called the WhatsApp? WhatsApp, yeah. Um, and so he'd leave all these voice messages like. I need it. Please hurry. Uh, where is the we money? We have to get on a flight. You have to book these flights. And, and uh, please, we have to get out of here. They're after us. You know, it's like crazy. So then he ramps up he's the like, emotional the pressure and oh. the emotional manipulation. And then that's how, with all of that, plus you look around at his lavish lifestyle and you think, well, of course he's good for it and he clearly needs it right now. I just need to, I got to help him. Then you like, you sh- you take a shortcut yep. in your decision making and go right to, all right, fine, here's the $30,000 uh-huh. or whatever it is. And, and every now and then, you know, he'll pay them back or at least give them like, oh, here's 10 grand, I'll give you the rest later. Just so it looks like he's on the up and up. Like, oh, of course I'm going to pay you back. But then he he doesn't. It's just oh, it's so enraging. So that's on Netflix, correct? Correct. Um, Inventing Anna, the new Shonda Rhimes uh, limited series, is also yes. on Netflix today. Okay, released tell me today. About um, this is that uh, she's like the New York socialite. Yeah, got you it. know what I'm talking about? Yes. And, and just sort of created this persona and this image, and and I, I think it's that's really what I know. Like I can't. Yeah. I have tried to not. Once I heard what it was about, I thought, okay. Oh, so you've never tell seen me anything. anything on, on no, this, like on no. on twenty twenty or no. oh, okay. And it's Julia Garner who's playing her from Ozark. Oh, Ruth from Ozark. And then uh, Katie Lowe's from Scandal. Scandal fans will remember her. So Can yeah, you I'm repeat what that's on again. Inventing Anna. It's on Netflix. It's a oh, limited it is. series. Oh, yep. yeah. oh, my gosh, that's going to be good. And then the Theranos one, I think Amanda Seyfried is playing oh, her. Yes. And they said she nails the voice. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's out here. Yet. Yeah. And it's like, what oh, are you doing? Yeah. Why I didn't anyone... watch a lot about that. So I will be that'll be a new story for me. Oh, you're oh gonna, I, I watched the documentary on it. OK, the wow. real life one. And it was uh, yeah, crazy, man. These cons are crazy. By the way, when I went to look up the Tinder swindler trailer, on YouTube, the first video that came up, I just put in the Tinder swindler. This is a bad sign. How to unban your Tinder account. Get back <laughs> after being banned. How to get around being banned. And There's, here's the worst news, 117,000 views. The thing is, is that you'll be shocked. I, I, I won't say that. I'll just say that you'll be shocked about his current status yes. in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, with that, as we mm. talk about evil conniving people doing things, <laughs> I saw a Super Bowl commercial that I watched the whole thing of, and it got me excited. And I am convinced that this is a test run, and there might be a movie announcement that follows <gasps> oh, in the next I couple hope of months. So. 
They have flirted with this idea, friends, for the last two decades. Uh, uh, Mike Myers reprising his role as Dr. Evil and EV, electric vehicle. That's how they're doing it. I think it's with Ford. Um, but I think that you should listen to it because GMC, I watched it this morning. Uh, GM, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, I watched it this morning and thought, oh, I would like another movie of this kind of comedy. Here's the uh, Dr. Evil commercial. Is this cute? To the oh, yeah, I, th- I think it should be right at the very beginning. Oh, okay. All right, then. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, our takeover of General Motors is complete. Dr. Abel, we can now use GM's Ultium platform to power That's our whole operation. Now we can reduce tailpipe emissions. I'm sorry. Am I no longer Dr. Evil, I'm Dr. Good now. I didn't get the meme out. Climate change is arguably the Evil. number one threat to the world now. <laughs> Dr. Abel, you are now the number two threat to the world. I refuse to be number two, number two. We have to help the planet. Oh, please, cheer for my son. He sees his Your baby. son? I shall name him <laughs> Baby Me. No, his name is Kyle. <laughs> you must help save the world first. Then you can take over that world. Okay, for That's a like you let me lady. do the business, all right? Hold on, I've got it. I will help save the world first, then take over the world. All right, so that (laughs) gives you a taste of the full 90 seconds that they're going to be doing. Uh, But I just thought, oh, man, this is so good. I just want more of this. We need that today. Over Mm -hmm. the top, silly, pointless comedy. Yes. We just need it. Uh, I just love him as Dr. Evil. Not to mention him as Austin Powers. Very funny as well. But, oh, just anytime they would be in Dr. Evil's lair in any of the Austin Powers movies, I just thought, oh, this is great. This is this is good. That would be really fun. Another Baby me instead of mini-me because, you know, mini-me passed, Vern Troyer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. By the way, the um, have you guys seen the movie trailer for Jurassic World Dominion? No. Oh, it's so good. I'm oh, so excited. Oh, and I heard people were pumped. Laura Dern is in it. Like, the original Jack cast Goldblum, is back. Uh, Sam, uh, what's his name? Sam. Oh, yeah, Sam Worthington? No. Nope. Sam Neill, there you go. All right. Yeah, it looks really, <laughs> really, really good. I'll link up uh, both the Dr. Evil commercial and the uh, the new Jurassic World Dominion oh, trailer on the show links page. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, hey, when we come back, we're going to get into, if you see something, say something. And I read something that I found shocking this morning. Maybe I'm an idiot. Maybe everybody already knew about this. Do you know what the Golden Girls actresses thought about Betty White? Mm. I bet you think you do. But the casting director for Golden Girls says, no, you don't. We'll tell you what he revealed when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Oh, don't forget there are new listener rewards for the month of February. You can enter to win a complete line of Pour Moi Climate Smart Skin Care for all four seasons and all the places you travel. We've got Willow's Coffee. We've got gift cards, all sorts of stuff. What are you doing? Go look at everything that's up for grabs. You could win something cool. It's in listener rewards on our app or at mytalk 1071 dot com okay 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 all right stall for a second you're not gonna like what i have to share with you no. all you're not gonna like it i'm scared it was the article i didn't want to read that i read and now i was like i'm not gonna bear this burden alone all right hey if you see something say something oh that is catchy huh you, you see something and you, it's a 
Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. At the conclusion of this story, it might be a nice friendship exercise if we went through and figured out which golden girl we would all be uh, with Donna, Don, Rocco, and me. So be thinking of that. But first, I'm going to tell you the news that you didn't want to hear today. To the point where I thought, is this is this real? I actually listened to the interview, a little bit of the interview this morning. And... Which we can't play because there's just some uncensored stuff in it. But since you heard it, maybe you can offer some more insight because of tone of voice. But here is the headline. B. Arthur and Rue McClanahan thought Betty White... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Was a bleep word. A very bad word that we can't say. I'll see you next Tuesday. Hello. Hmm. So everybody's got like this fantasy of, you know, Betty White passed and now the Golden Girls are all hanging out, chummy together. This suggests otherwise. There's a guy named Joel Thurm. Thurm up. (laughs) He was the casting director on the Golden Girls. And on a recent podcast, he said, quote, the women hated her. He even once heard B. Arthur refer to Betty White as, quote, a bleeping See you next Tuesday. Oh. He also said that Rue used the C word to describe Betty. He offered one example, too, did the casting director of the Golden Girls, saying Betty did this and it upset her co-stars when Estelle Getty started having some trouble with her memory due to dementia. Betty, allegedly, would make fun of her in front of the live audience. Thurm said, that may seem like a minor transgression, but... It really does get to you. I have no idea how Estelle Getty felt, but I know the other two did not like Betty at all. Wow. You know what this strikes me? And by the way, can I just say one last thing and then I want to hear your thought? Mm. Um, This podcast was done before Betty White passed. So it's not as much of it. I mean, the, the timing of the release, weird. But this isn't a she's passed and now we spill dirt that she can't address. This was said before she passed. I, I don't think I'm surprised. Not everybody likes everybody. That's and true. if this strikes me as one of those situations where funny people think that nothing is off limits. Sure. As far as subject matter. And it seems like Estelle Getty would have to write some of her lines and like hide them on the table in the kitchen, you know, on the set. And maybe to make light of it, Betty White would make a comment and joke about it instead of people going, man, she can't even remember her lines. You know, maybe it was like, okay, she's uncomfortable, so let's break the tension. Yeah, that's what I was picturing. I think you have anecdotal evidence that would suggest the same, because when I watched 
a nine minute video of hot in Cleveland bloopers. <laughs> yeah. Um, she would sort of make fun at herself, or if she dropped the line and with Betty White and was just sort of staring off trying to recall it, then you know she would shoot like a comedic blank stare at the audience and then you know what are you doing making fun of an old woman up here you know so yeah. she would sort of poke fun at herself the interesting thing is even though i think that we would all we could probably see where betty white was coming from and making these sort of jokes the story is that the casting director is saying that the co-stars didn't like her at all hated her can that really be well, Betty White, like the jealous, most beloved? It sounds like it could be a jealousy situation where it's like, oh, the golden girl, no pun, gets everything. Kind of like you and me, Steve. <laughs> it's oh. exactly right. <laughs> Am I Betty White in this and you're B. Arthur? She's Rue. I think I'm Rue. Okay, let's one. go around the horn. The let's figure one. out who we are. <laughs> we have Donna, we have Don, we have uh, Rocco, and me. Who's who? Who's Estelle Getty? Let's start there. You're Betty White. Great. Yeah, you're the dingbat. I think a lot of people like me, <laughs> but it turns out they hated me the whole time. No. <laughs> That's no. what it is. You've and got you that have, innocence. Uh, naivete. I can't ever say Naivete. It. Naivete about you. Like, we have to tell Bye. you what you just said something that is dirty and you don't yeah. even know it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah All right. Yeah. I got a. Uh, you know, I'm Donna, I'm, you think you're B. Arthur? Huh. Yeah. I'm pretty. Dry well, you're and dry cynical. and witty, and yes. Oh, I don't know about witty, but you're I'm witty. dry. So we do you. <laughs> you're kind of like, oh, God, Rose. Yeah, there just we like, go well, again. there you go. Some people don't like that, I've found. Well, I think people think it has a mean undertone, is what I learned. Uh, sarcasm. Yeah, sarcasm. I, I also think sarcasm is a sign of intelligence. Thank you. I once had a friend pull me aside and say, your inset my incessant sarcasm he said it's kind of like a block to like Connect. authenticity because it's oh. always like are you being you're being sarcastic or you're about to be sarcastic i get that um hey, okay and i entertaining have... and you're doing a show here this is entertainment so you keep being weird okay Don't okay listen to that guy no but that guy meant like in real life like oh. no one can ever have a serious conversation with you steve oh so you're, you're always just joking too? I think I was at work as an admissions counselor. This is back in my admissions <laughs> days. I would really, um, a lot. I would, I, I just always am trying to make people laugh and always being sarcastic. And he's like, you know, if you don't give that a breath, then where's there room to connect? But then sure enough, it must have worked because we would have dinners, group dinners, maybe once every couple of months with people from admissions. And uh, not like a work thing, but just we all liked each other and would do it. And I would be the one making sure that we went around the table, Donna, you would hate it, where I would be like, let's all talk about, you know, kind of like a highs and lows or like an update, like on group participation. Yeah. yeah. How are, how's everybody doing? We're all married and it's tough to be married. Let's talk about this. What's been great. What's been a struggle. How can we encourage each other? You should be a camp counselor. (laughs) That's what you should do. That's your next gig. I know. I I think Elizabeth joked, like, are you just going to go and become a youth pastor once I left Twin Cities Live? You should. I don't know. I don't think so. I think think it's good. I like broadcasting. Uh, Rocco's Estelle Getty. Yes. (laughs) Just on appearance alone. He's and he comes in and he, you know, doesn't have to ever say too much when he says something, though. It's going to be good good bang for your buck. Yes, Yes. he's Estelle. Yeah, that's funny. 
my gosh. Remember uh, when Estelle Getty was in Throw Mama from the Train, right? Is that what it was with no, Sylvester she Stallone? Wasn't in that. Stop oh, or my mom stop will shoot. Stop or my mom will shoot, yes. That's it. That's good. Uh, wow, that's an old movie. You're an old soul, you know, Patterson. Uh, back to the Betty White thing really quick here. We have to remember that um, they were all contemporaries together when they were young woman, women in the industry getting jobs. Yeah. So, you know, when uh, B. Arthur was on Maud, mm-hmm. what was Betty White doing? Maybe they had a they were competing for roles back in mm-hmm. the day. You don't know. And also, I think it's easy That's to read this point. story and be like, what did we not know about Betty White that her castmates didn't like her? Let's also intellectually leave room for the other side of the argument, yeah. which is this could be saying something about B. Arthur or Rue McClanahan. Maybe they weren't being kind in how they dealt with her or dealt with the competitive side of it, something like that. Yeah. All sorts of options. Well, good talking to you guys. Don, you have a great weekend. Oh, you Bye, too. Don. I'm not... I probably won't do anything as well. That's great. That's girl after my own heart. Yes. Uh, DJ Rock Lobster is coming in. He will have a dirt alert, and then we'll have music news up.